Welcome to Unraveled Podcast. I'm Bridget. And I'm Mackenzie. This is the place where we unravel all the things on our hearts. Laughter, tears, and real talk are all invited. Here we go. Happy Thursday, B. Hey, how are you, sis? Good. Just hanging out in the closet. How are you? As always, um, I'm good. I'm down in our little workspace in our basement, and Johnny is putting the kids to bed, and I am just so excited for our upcoming adventure next week. I know. I can't wait. And it's I don't think our listeners know it's not the retreat next week. We're going to New York City. I know. We're, we're just like jet setters at this point, guys. And... <laughs> Sorry, boys. Why not go on another trip two weeks before our women's retreat, you know? Exactly. Why not leave the kids with dad <laughs> for a couple more days? What is what does that matter? Well, we have to preface it with we have pretty awesome husbands and yeah. we definitely so we we long story short, we got a call from a producer who saw the article about our retreats and she is from a Catholic network in New York City and they asked to interview Ken's and I about um the retreats and how they're just a new style of women's retreat in the Catholic space. Um, so naturally, Ken's and I were like, um, yes. Oh, wait, we should probably ask our husbands. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I was a little skeptical. I was like, I don't know if I should do this. Like it's two weeks before this right. big trip we have for the women's retreat. And I mean, I, I'm sure Colin was the same way. Johnny was like, 100%, you have to go. Absolutely. Because we were talking, we were texting back and forth, you and I, after the call. And we just asked them and they didn't give us a choice. They said, you must go. And I think that's just a testament. Well, first of all, to marriages that are, you know, pushing you to be your best, but also to women putting themselves second and thinking they're undeserving of awesome adventure in motherhood. Because yes, we have littles, but yes, we've, a lot has happened in this last month for Bridge and for all of us. And for, you know, there's just so many things going on, but you know, there's no time like the present. So it's true. And like, it's like life is too short and it is true that like the mom guilt is real and you question yourself, like, do I deserve this, this trip? Do I deserve this, you know, girl time, this friend time. And I just think at the end of the day, it is so important, you know, to fill your cup, to spend time with good friends. And, you know, Ken's and I have so much history in New York. So when we Mm -hmm. got this call, it was just kind of like, we have to go. It really, it felt divine because like every, our whole story starts in New York, you know, yeah. and some of our first projects began in New York, hashtag still seeking. And anyone seen it? <laughs> anyone seen it? And it just felt like full circle. God has blessed these retreats. He has proven us, mm-hmm. proven time and again, that this is the path that he wants us on right now. And then he gives us this gift of, well, you're going to go on a trip to New York City together mm-hmm. and talk about this this beautiful passion and to be back on set which will just be so fun we haven't been on a set together in a long time but for anyone new around here ken's and i worked in the film industry in the television industry for a number of years and so a couple of the projects we were on set together for and so Honestly, I am most just giddy about being back in that atmosphere together again because we just loved it so much when we were um, in it. Oh my gosh. I remember the day that 
that had the first well we were on set together in new york on smaller projects but the like the biggest production we were on together was in Asheville, North Carolina, right before the 4th of July B. So that's really weird because that's coming up. And it was, oh, what yeah. year was it? It was 2014 uh-huh. or 13. I think, was it 13? Well, actually, no. When it were you was, married? It was the year of, of my wedding. So, yeah, so I got married years. right after that movie. So yeah, 2014. It's crazy. So that's how many years ago? Seven almost. Um, oh my gosh. So that's when we were on a big set together, schlepping and wearing set easies, <laughs> um, doing whatever the actors and producer and director asked of us. And it was the best summer ever. It really ever, was. Ever. I re- So we coined this phrase, set easy. But half the time we're just like running around, like <laughs> doing whatever we're asked. And so yeah. you get like hot and sweaty. And so I, I don't even know where set easies came from, but I think it came from a Walmart <laughs> trip. <laughs> it was because we realized we had to wear clothes that we could survive in. They weren't the cutest clothes. We weren't dressed to impress. We were both, you were about to be married. I was about to be engaged. Thank God, because I wasn't, a, I wasn't going to get engaged. Hashtag worthy of wearing after that episode. <laughs> Uh, because we were wearing Walmart. I don't even know. We were wearing like rompers from Walmart and like loving life because they were so comfortable and we had no desire to impress anybody. Um, No. But I think that was one of the cool things. I'll just toot our own horn. Toot toot. That um, we really – I mean, at least I can speak for myself. Like one of the coolest parts about being on set is you're around all these super talented people. But I think there was a part of Ken's and I that like we – I mean, I don't want to say we weren't phased by it. But we really just enjoyed working with these people so much that it wasn't like you're like starstruck 24-7 or anything. I mean – No. I remember totally. – um, Oh, my gosh. What is <sighs> – the SNL actor. I know what you're going to say. Yes. Yes. Well, what is her name? name? Oh, Look, we God. don't even know. Oh, wait. Kristen? Kristen Wiig? Not Kristen Wiig. She was very fun <laughs> to be around. Um, um, shoot. <laughs> okay. We'll think of it. This, this is how little we care, guys. We can't even oh, remember no. her name. Um, but so okay. Funny. Another funny story. Same set. And also on the topic of not knowing people's names. Um, do you remember when we were at base camp and Jason Sudeikis That's was in his uniform or he was in his, um, he was in his, his outfit and I literally got so like, I don't know, protective, I guess. I thought that somebody had entered set and like didn't belong there. And it was just cause he had this like huge fake mustache on. And I was like, um, excuse me, sir, what are you doing? And he was like, uh, I'm, I'm number three. I'm number I'm three. And like, in, so like on the call sheet, like the head actor, the best, like the most known actor is number one on the call sheet. And then like number two is like the second best known actor. Kate McKinnon. Kate yeah. McKinnon. Kate McKinnon. Thank you. Sure, we will get sure back McKinnon. to the Kate McKinnon story. Yeah. And then, so with Jason, I, he was like, um, I'm number three, like I'm Jason Sudeikis. And I was like, oh, oh, I'm so sorry. But it was like so humiliating because I had just acted like I didn't even know who he was um, when I really actually didn't quite know who he was. And now <laughs> I am very familiar with him. <laughs> Don't worry. We know now. But oh, um, so I think fun. it's just a testament to like we really got into film and television and acting and producing for the love of it and really not 
because of the obsession of the people there or anything like that. It was truly just for the love mm-hmm. of the art. And um, and that was just why it was such a such an adventure, so much fun. And, and the people, most of the people were really awesome for the most part. Mm-hmm. They really were just getting to know their humanity and less about what they produce, but what they care about, you know. I feel like you have so many good stories, Ken's, of working for Zach. I just feel like those, we really lucked out, sis, on who we were around. I mean, the director, um, your director, right? Yeah. Yeah, Jared. Jared West was awesome. He's, um, he, um, wrote Napoleon Dynamite, a devout Mormon. Very cool. It's funny because Mormons and Catholics, I don't think traditionally get along very well, but he was great. And I absolutely uh-huh. loved his family. Um, and I, he, I just feel like he and Zach were such good bosses to both yeah. of us, like mm-hmm. just two of the best bosses we've ever had. So down to earth, so humble and taught us both a lot about what's important. Like, I don't think they gave a what about the fame or about Mm -hmm. anything except their families. And it just shows you the work is still work. You know, it's, that's not like the money and the fame goes away. Um, but who do you come home to? And both of them had great, great families, just the humility and all of it. They're so funny, both of them. And they were so kind and the most generous people I've ever met. So guys, we're talking about the movie Masterminds, which was filmed in North Carolina. It was based on a true story. It's a comedy. I think you can watch it on Netflix. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, if you watch that, just imagine Mackenzie and I in the background of all those scenes, just probably who knows what, running around finding craft food or something. (laughs) But one of the coolest things about that specific project was I remember they would have to cut so many times because the actors themselves were laughing so hard at their improv that they they would have to cut because like Kristen and Owen Wilson and Zach would be like making up their own lines and (laughs) they would just be feeding off each other and like you know Ken's went to acting school so you know how that whole like back and forth goes but I think like to be someone who doesn't have that gift and to see it and to just see the vibe of people really on the same like I guess I don't how do you even describe that when you're all in sync as actors yeah well it's just a yes and they were so good at that like anything one spouted out the other one would just catch and go and they always said yes so you could say something crazy like you're an alien and Kristen would be like absolutely my name is Gretchen (laughs) alien like she there's just no like there's no break and they were so good at that that was the best cast it was so funny oh my gosh such good times and then um Ken's you continued on with Zach right yeah and I well what happened after that since we're talking about our story here is we moved to we Bridget and I moved to Charlotte to plan her wedding the rest the rest oh yeah we have to tell the in-between story (laughs) oh I did one movie with your old boss um gosh, look at me in these names. I can't remember. Um, in Alabama, B. Oh, you know, um, Scott, Scott Lumpkin, another Scott producer. Lumpkin. Great, I, great guy. Yep. Bridget couldn't do it because she was in the throes of wedding planning. And he last minute asked me if he could fly me out to Fairhope, Alabama. What and movie it was, was that? Some scary movie. I wish I could tell you. <laughs> <laughs> but that was quick. It was only a week. And then I met Bridge and Charlotte and we stayed with Mama T, Bridget's grandma who we love very much and we stayed there and and at the um, husband's family's house until the wedding day yeah good times 
which was a crazy time. I think the in-between is so nuts. Like, yeah, you don't really know what's going to happen. You're that about is, to move yeah. to Hawaii. Like you're about to start your life with your husband at age 24. What, how old are you? 25. Yeah. Um, and, and I was breaking off of a movie and then got engaged at that time. And it, and it just, you have to, I remember there are times you could feel doubt. You could feel insecure. You could feel like, what the hell like, what am, am I, I waiting on? Yeah. Yeah. But he always takes care to the next thing. It's true. I mean, I think that's the hardship of that life. Um, Like Mm -hmm. set life is like you're always waiting for the next gig, the next movie or the next show. And so part of that was a little exciting. But then, right, right, there was also a part of that was like, okay, well, like, what's my next thing? And Mm -hmm. I think that like when I started more stable work, like when I taught like film and technology and then worked for the church and I was always doing the same thing every day and that wasn't like switching up at all like it started to give me a little bit of like this like I don't know like this claustrophobic feeling of like okay guys yeah. I need the next thing like what's the next thing so I had right. to like teach myself like you know not every job is going to be like that where like so every growing. four months you pick up and go but there is something really cool about that industry where you get to meet a whole new group of people and do it all over again and I also think it takes a certain person and so when you are that artsy you like you specifically and creative human you crave that and you thrive in that space. Like you and I will up and move even with our families now Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. for anything better. Just, just because that's the nature of living the integrated life, living the life of, um, you know, knowing that heaven's the end, not here. So I think both of us are like, okay, this is, yep, we're doing it. And you just got to trust and know instead of, I can't do, and you know this about yourself too, because life's about to change for you a bit. Like we aren't the nine to fivers and we need the nine to fivers. We need them. And there there's people for every industry, but I think that, that the creative parts of both of us make it, make it okay for that in between time. And then That's a good point. Like, I think one of the things, if I'm just being honest about working for the church, you know, I've been working um, in communications for my hometown diocese. Well, not my hometown, but where we're living right now um, outside of D.C. And I think one of the hardest things about having this job and this really – is a testament to the beauty of working on creative um, projects with with tons and tons of other creatives is coming to a space where there weren't a ton of people open to change, open to creativity. Mm. It was very hard because, and I realized, and I've tried to explain this to my boss and my like immediate staff, that when I hear people say, well, it's always been done this way. Like that mm-hmm. just irks me to my core because yeah. and I think it's because we never were around that. And right. I would try to explain to people, um, you know, at work, like when you're on a film set, it's kind of this really cool thing where there's like, over a hundred people that have all different creative skill sets, like totally different. Like you have someone who's an expert on costumes. You have a, someone who's expert on actors, mm. you have a producer who's an expert on money and they all come together to do this joint project together. And it's almost like an unspoken agreement. Like we're mm-hmm. all going to be flexible. We're all going to be creative. Mm. And so I, I think there is a part of that, that I'm always going to need no matter what I do. 
Absolutely. And I love how you explain that for our listeners because it's hard to explain, but I guess you could bring it to the body of Christ too. Like Mm -hmm. God makes all of us differently and we all have unique gifts and our, and the more I'm reading about the church and how beautiful she is, like the, you know, the bride of Christ. And mm-hmm. we're all supposed to be using our unique, special talents for the kingdom. Totally. And, and together we can have this beautiful community. I mean, that's what we're trying to do with mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. Sis, I would say. Absolutely. And I think you that's a perfect parallel because a lot of times um, in the church, we can mistakenly look at other people's gifts and say, or, or even like other people's charisms and say mm-hmm. like, this person goes to Latin mass. Maybe I need to go to Latin mass to be the perfect Catholic or something right. like that. And and it's just not true because if you actually go back to that scripture where they talk about the body of Christ, they go into it de- in detail of like, you know, the arm can't be the leg and mm-hmm. all the different parts of the body. Like if they were all the same, like they wouldn't be the body. And so I think just like that metaphor of a film set of like a crew that are just yeah. like, they're all different skills and like beautiful creative talents and the end product is a beautiful movie. And so mm. like if the church could operate like that, I think like really cool things would happen. Oh, that's so good. And and letting people be who they are and just acknowledging the gifts and just seeing the good, right? Mm-hmm, Which mm-hmm. is something I feel like I constantly need to go to confession for and like work on is seeing the good and not harping on like the negative qualities of myself. And, oh yeah. You know, the people we are, like doing life with it's so easy to be like they could work on this but then you're like wait a second they have this beautiful gift and yeah it doesn't have to be we all go to latin mass right and that's just one example yeah or just yeah there's so many different types of saints and people and so i think that's awesome yeah Yeah. I i think like no matter what you bring to the table i think it's important to just show up as your authentic self and um And that's when just like really cool things happen. So yeah, I mean, I'm just like counting down the days till our trip. I actually like snuck into a couple stores today when I, when I dropped off the kids, I was, you know, trying on some outfits. Um, and it's just like so exciting to just prepare for a fun little like girls trip. Like even though we're only going for what, like one night and two days, it's just like, I'm so pumped for it. I'm so excited. I can't wait to walk those streets and schlep across the city like we did. And I know. Just enjoy it. And it's, it's, it's weird. It's for us. Like, yeah, usually you plan these things, you know, for fun, like just a trip, just a girl's like, we have to do this. This is like a gift almost from God. And I know. I feel so, I can't believe it. We're going back to New York. I didn't, to be honest, they didn't see us going there anytime soon Same. with the state of the country. <laughs> So I'm just so excited. Well, with and- everything that's gone on, I like, I honestly, it made me a little sad. I'm like, I don't know if we'll ever get right. back to New York. And so th- this was just a little gift from God where he's like, I want you to go back. I want you to be able to have that, you know, moment of nostalgia. Cause we lived there for oh, years and I know. we had such good times there. I mean, Ken's and I met at a secret retreat in Florida. And the craziest thing is we met all the way down in Florida and we realized that that we lived a block away from each other in New York. Yeah. So crazy. it was just such a blast. And we flew back on the same flight. Ken's like gifted me a ticket that she had. And we were just like fast best friends and ended up, 
you know, honestly inseparable in the city. And Mm -hmm. that's also a cool, a cool story is that like God really provides what you need. And I had awesome friends, you know, in film school, in art school, but Mm -hmm. there was always something missing because we had very different worldviews. And Mm -hmm. even though I love those people, there's something so like uh, comforting and assuring with a friendship where you can share everything about yourself, your faith, you know, your beliefs and and everything. And it was just so cool to to have found that at that time. And so I just feel like God brings you the right people at the right time. He really does because we had each been there for three or four years since we met. And in the grind, same what same story as B. I had great friends, but not like we didn't align on all the values and that was fine. You need friends from everywhere, but it feels like home when you find someone who yeah, goes that's to a good way to say it. church. Yeah. And just, I am so thankful. It changed the course of, even when I look back on New York, I can't even imagine be not being in my New York. Like it's that true. wouldn't even make sense to me. And I feel like he's bringing us back to our roots. Like a little, I know wink, little totally wink a wink. And so if any, if any of you guys are listening and you happen to want to watch us, um, we are going to be live um, on Catholic Faith Network on Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Time. And a little bit about Catholic Faith Network. They've had some really cool um, recent guests on, and Kent and I are just like so blown away that we get to be kind of like in the ranks of these super cool people. They had Chrissy Metz on who's from this is us. Um, they've had Alveda King, um, Sister Bethany, I think, and Madonna and the sisters of life, which is goals. So many awesome, um, guests. And so when they called us, we were just so honored. Um, so excited to be a part of a small part of their production. Um, and so, yeah, we are just so excited to be back in our, one of our favorite cities. And, uh, we hope some of you guys can check it out on Tuesday morning at nine. What else? If you're in the city and you're a listener, reach out to us. Maybe we could do a little coffee date. Yes. Ooh, good idea. I just thought of that like a little NYC meetup. That'll be awesome. So yeah, if you're a listener, I know we have some New Yorkers because I look at the map of who listens and there's a few East Coasters. So if you are a listener, please reach out and we'd love to meet you. And we'll meet, what were the coffee shops? I don't even remember our favorite coffee Uh, shops. My favorite ever, 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 La Cologne. I remember that one. Was there... But there's so many that we love. Stumptown, um, lots of trucks now, like on our walks Mm, in the mm -hmm. village. There's so many. Um, But we're going to stay on the east side to get to our location. And yeah, so So we're just so excited. Um, And shout out to Stephanie. She'll be our um, hype woman that day. Yeah. Oh, thank God for Steph. (laughs) She needs to be on camera. Well, I'm excited. Also, if anyone is listening and has been on the fence about the retreat, we have one spot left um, and we have a couple interested ladies who have been DMing us about the spot. So if you are listening to this and you've been on the fence and you want to come with us in June, there is still time. Um, Snag that one last spot and we are just so excited for all the things ahead. I could cry thinking about it. Like, the people that are coming and just that it's coming, it's getting to be so close. Like it's in two and 
I just can't believe it. I know. The guests are like, I'm blown away by the women who signed up. I'm like, gosh, yes. All of them have so much to bring to the table. I feel like I'm going to learn so much from these women. Yeah, um, like am I attending? <laughs> I know, exactly. They they could all easily be like speakers, even. Totally. So it's just going to be a true mastermind experience where everybody is contributing, and and I think we can learn from all from each other. Really, like our conversation was tonight that you know we are the body of Christ. We we are as like Catholic Christian women. We bring so many diverse and beautiful gifts, and I am just so excited to be. Um, just surrounded by it um, in the end of June. I can't believe it. Yeah, I, I'm so excited. So we can't wait. One of the questions we've gotten recently, I have to say, is when will the next one be? Because oh, you that's know, true. Things yeah. come up. So Bridget and I are planning on January, right, B? Um, uh-huh. That's our goal. So keep your eyes peeled. I do know in my heart that one will probably sell out within days because it's such a good month. Yeah. Yeah. Just to kickstart your month. And we mm-hmm. did have quite a few people reach out to us about a fall retreat, but mm-hmm. I think just with everything, it's like, like Ken's is about to have a baby. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're, we're just like going to be trying for another baby. So I mm-hmm. think it just makes sense to start off in the new year. And so yeah. if you are waiting to sign up to one, just definitely look forward to January and be on the lookout for that. Amen. I love it. Perfect. All right. What else? Should we pray? Sure. Okay. Name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Oh, come Holy Spirit. Thank you, God. You're such a good father. Thank you for bringing this sisterhood together. Thank you for the gifts, the surprises, um, the just you lavish us and all of your daughters with love and prosperity and goodness and worthiness and you know what each one of us needs um help us to have safe summers healthy healthy summers help us to be grateful and thankful in every moment and my prayer lately has been to help us to see things as they truly are out Mm -hmm. of your lens god not our own help us to remove anything out of our vision so that we can really see how you want us to help us to receive your gifts, accept your gifts and know that we're worth it Mm. and not feel like we don't deserve something because you want us to have the best because you want us to come closer to you. Help us to always look up to you, always point it back to you and always do everything for you. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to Unraveled Podcast. To stay a part of the conversation, follow us on Instagram at Unraveled Podcast or on Spotify at The Unraveled Podcast. Thanks for listening.